Fraser. Ben. Welcome back. We're back. In the podcast room. In the new podcast room. Well, we've got new wallpaper. Well, ish. Ish. Looks good, mate. You and Neil have done uh, done a good job. Does look smart. I'm happy with it. We're back again. Yeah. The feedback off the last one was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I must admit, I'd I'd get like a message from Ed Caswell on Instagram going, handsome oh, chap. Yeah, I oh, know, very good looking guy. Um, love that pen. You and Fraser are good, and then you get a couple of phone calls. A couple of people took the mic. Yeah. Um, some good comments on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, really good. I think it was um, a lot of people said, "Oh, it's just great to see you and Ben." He said, "You could tell you're winding each other up, and but you can also you, you see how much you care and how passionate you are." Eve, who was it? Is that me? No, it's me. That's my part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael uh, Morrissey, MR Industrial, bumped into him the other week, and he went, oh, I love that podcast. Brilliant. You wouldn't think he was a brilliant health and safety expert, would you? To look at him, you just go, what's your name name if you're not coming in? Lovely guy, but you go and talk to him about ISO or RAMs or health and safety, whatever. And he's going to tie you in knots. I didn't know where that was going then. But yeah. He, he, you don't know what a ram is. That's why. No, I didn't know. I didn't know what a ram is. Um, so. Possibly. Lots happened. October. Yeah, loads. Um, you've been away. Again. Yep. Just in case anybody didn't realise, Fraser has been to uh, Dev. 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 Sorry, Dubai. <laughs> Dubai. Uh, just for clarification, we're not opening an office in Dubai. Oh, no, I couldn't a believe few, that. A few people have fell for that one. I apologise. It's not even April the 1st. It's not. But I know what I'm doing on April the 1st next year. It made me laugh, actually, because I, I was in the office one morning with Fraser, uh, Arthur, and we were looking at your um, Instagram, All Things Business Fraser. All Things Fraser UK. Sorry, okay. Which presumably will change to... Worldwide. Yeah. Or call me, call me Pitbull. And I think you you might have had a couple of pina coladas oh, yeah. and you've, you was in a nightclub and it looked like everybody had gone out for a fag. Yeah. Because there was nobody in there, was there, Arthur? <coughs> was that when it was like a scene from Taken? That's the one. <laughs> it was brilliant. It's so surreal. There was loads of people in there, but just not on the dance floor. <laughs> but yeah, holiday again. Great. Um, create some memories. Yeah. Create recharge some memories. the batteries. Rode a camel. Yeah. Strong, strong animals. <laughs> the white. Oh, but, clear, clearly, um, you were. It was too hot, and you stayed under the it palm was, tree. It was too hot. Yeah, no, I, I, it might have been a palm tree. You got some sure. fi- factor fifty on that forehead, didn't you? Right, it's, I'm, I'm tanned all year round. It just, it just, <clears throat> it just glows on me. Right, that's private stuff. Yeah, business. Good, busy, events, awards, the magazine. The, the the rebrand with the merger we did we do we touch on it last time? No, I don't I don't think we did. Cause it, it wasn't all, but yeah, it's all things business now proudly published by Giant, Correct. and I love the whole music. I can't sing it, or I would. Somebody will have to. If you're intrigued, you have to ring the office and uh, option one. Yeah, and then ask to be put on hold. There's, there shouldn't be any options, by the way. Now, but anyway. Oh yeah, there, there are, there is. are, there are. Yeah. Just be put on hold. And I'll take care that. of that. Yeah. So, what is Giant for people that don't know? Full marketing outsource agency. It's brilliant as well, isn't it? The cool. whole, the two teams coming together with the creative side and um, people that are fortunate that would have seen the uh, the Giant video. 
that um, that Dan created. I said to you, I rang you straight afterwards. The first time I watched that, I actually got goosebumps because of how good it was. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just goosebumps, nothing else. Goosebumps off Goose, of a video. Goosebumps off a video, similar no, to when it. Beckham scored against Greece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, were you? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't get goosebumps, but it does make you feel very proud. Oh. And I think what I think what it's done is it's it's just, and people will get this that that own businesses as well. It's the like this. I know it sounds stupid, but structure, processes, and the head counts obviously a lot more now. Yeah. Um, more mouths to feed, but more pe- people and personalities to look after. And um, I've spoken to a couple of people recently that are, that I look up to in terms of not height before you were to say that, but in terms of uh, stature in the, in the business world and the biggest thing they've always said is it's, it's about people and culture. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. It's exciting. And what is it? it says 2023 st- is going to be a big year. Uh, it sounds like everybody says that next year's our year and, you know, new year, new me and all that. Um, but when you look at w- what we've all been through in this last three or four years, more so this last 18 months, I'm really excited for next year. Oh, um, massively. But business awards um, nearly sold out. I think I had a little look just before we came on, and I think there's two and a half tables that are left. Um, two and a half. Yeah, yeah, because we've got um, I th- there are some tables that we've allowed for individual seats to be booked, okay. so pe- you don't have to book a table of ten. Um, I've left the park in early this morning. Met with Chris. Um, I think his surname's Langsford. Great guy, he's like the new um, conference events manager there, Chris Langsford. Um, really good guy, just to finish off the stuff for the Education Awards. And the Education Awards is nearly sold out. Um, I think there's a table left um, for that. So, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing how that goes. Do you know what I like <clears throat> is the Education Awards since, and we've spoke about this, about highlighting teachers and seeing what they've done, their, how worthwhile their job was during COVID, that you didn't realise how much of an impact they had on your kid's life, that the Education Awards are going, and I don't think it'll be long till they're the same size as the Business Awards. Yeah, well, that's, that's the main reason we moved it, the venue, because last year we had it at the Cricket Club, which is a great venue, but I, I felt that it was just, I mean, we still had 300 people in there, mm. and I felt it was, 300 people at the cricket clubs, you're a bit empty. 300, yes. I think we're, we're going to be 310, maybe 320 for education awards on the, on the Friday at the Park Inn, and that will be perfect. I mean, 320 people for an award show is impressive, but 320 people for an ed- education awards is yeah, I mean, amazing. Well, and then Business Excellence Awards, 510, 520? So we're at 480, uh, 490 at the moment. And then it's just we. De- I've got we definitely get to five hundred because I've got that. F- that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my sort of like little target that I, I set ourselves just to get over that five hundred mark. But we've got a bit of a space challenge in terms of some of the stuff that we want to do. Yep. In yep. terms of on on the night entertainment wise, so we might have to just rejig a little bit of it. Um, but yes, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And they're literally they're like what three weeks away. Yeah, around the corner, isn't it? It's going to be here very, very quickly. Yeah, and well, events. I keep, I know it sounds stupid. This I don't know if anybody else feels this, but you know, like when you pour yourself milk in your cereal, and you look at the sell-by date. You look at it after you've poured the no, milk. Well, as I'm pouring it, Fraser. Well, what yeah? happens if it's gone off? Well, I usually give you a kick in the shins and tell you to go to the Not shop. Me, mate. <laughs> um, I don't do milk anymore. <laughs> yeah, you slim Jim, you. <laughs> no, but I look at it, and it's generally speaking, the sell-by date's a week away. 
it's not going to be long before the sell-by date is for the awards. Yeah. I know that sounds stupid, but that's how, how warped my mind is. And I've th- I keep thinking to myself, I'm probably only about six or seven bowls of cereal away from realising that the sell-by date on the milk is going to be for the business awards. Yeah. And um, that's where it becomes a little bit. That's six when the, the butterflies start to fly around in this uh, this temple of a... There's a lot of room in there. Okay, thank to be you. fair, six or seven bowls of cereal could only be like this afternoon, stroke tomorrow. Okay. Um, so that's the events we've got coming up. What did you <coughs> think to the one that we did in London? Our first, what I would call, I mean, obviously we had the launch. Yeah, we TV, had the launch. Fantastic. But our but first event in London, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was um, great venue, um, great staff. Um, Ali McCoy's, do you know what? I was watching the games on Amazon Prime last yeah, night. Yeah, I know. He's, and, he's, I, and I sat there going, I was talking to you the other day, and you could you could hear him retelling those stories of when he was on the stage. And when just just to go on to that, because I listened to the same game, yeah. he, he's like the fan. Because Declan Rice passed this ball that was ridiculous, half volley, 60 yards, pinpoint. And as Ian Dark's commentating on it, Ali McCoy's has gone, oh my... Like, he's got he, into it, hasn't he? Yeah. It's not long before he gets snapped. He's got... Everyone wants him on Sky or BT Sport. Because Just, Amazon, whilst they're great, yeah. they're not regular enough. And, and Ali no. McCoy's is, is wasted almost not to be... Yeah, not to be out there more. But yeah, definitely no. stole the show, I think, from a from a, a content perspective. But I thought all, all three of them were great. Uh, brilliant. Um, uh, my um, Michael probably got the joke of the best joke, which... David, not, we're David, not going to recite David now. Batty. Yeah, David Batty and Toast. But uh, that was definitely the, the best. I mean, I've told that probably about 28 times since. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought Ali McCoy was, was very much a fan's favourite on that day. I think it's his stories on Gaza as well. If you look at, obviously, the impact that Ali McCoy had, but then you you sometimes, I, well, I did, I overlooked the fact of how how close he was to Gaza when they played mm. and just hearing those stories was the firework one was mm. absolutely amazing but yeah Michael so if anybody watching this wants to hear about either of those stories they've got to ring you and book a coffee yeah yeah, yeah I can I can tell it or they want to hear the joke for the 29th the 30th the 31st well, no, they you, can, I'm sure they you, I'll trust you in. to deliver that yeah I can like the Royal Mail um, just don't do what you did a couple of years ago and get the punchline the punchline before <laughs> no I won't um, yeah Michael Owen I'll tell you what I <clears throat> Michael Owen I thought was fantastic because although he sometimes may be interpreted as being a little bit um, dull I, I, I don't think I don't that. that I didn't get it and when he when he yeah, spoke other, you, like you're saying I think other people interpret that but I, I don't get that no I don't get I mean, it the guys the guy hit the peak of his career at 20 yeah. Everybody knows where they were when he scored that goal against Argentina in 1998. He's a shrewd businessman. He's yeah. a clever cookie. He's, when you look at what he's doing now with his work life, he's taken his professional career into. I, I spoke about it on stage about those one percents. The extra. 1%, How can I improve one yeah. percent here? How can I? If that if they're doing five percent better, why can't I do six percent? And and yeah, I I, I'm actually, I find him quite a, an impressive individual. direct as well you asked him a question he gave you his answer and especially when whose answer would you expect him to give you oh no you take a lot of sportsmen now when you ask them a question they're (coughs) they're politicians yeah 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 whereas he gave you his answer it was direct to it so yeah that was that was nobu that was brilliant but then if you cast your mind back to september we had another event yeah yeah 
and another very impressive individual. Mm. Obviously, people who had seen the carpool chat with um, Brian O'Driscoll, but that was weirdly one of the smallest, biggest events that we've done. Yeah, we. So for those that aren't aware of it, it was an intimate evening with yeah. um, at Hibiscus at Della Abbey, which is a beautiful setting, stunning food and drink. Um, but it was 58 of us, I think. I think so, yeah. Um, a little bit tight was our room, but that's that was my problem because um, I think the, the quality of the furniture there, when I was doing the room plan, I just didn't do my calculations. So our, our table suffered for that. But, I mean, everybody got that piece of Brian oh, you know amazing and, and what a I mean he's got to be one of the all time greats in rugby uh, rugby union um, and certainly Ireland's greatest ever rugby player yeah um, hands down been, yeah but certainly top 10 what I, what I loved was it was you were in the room with Brian O'Driscoll no matter where you were in that room you were maybe what 15 foot away from him yeah, yeah. you could see him smiling you could see him talking his stories were fantastic nothing was too much for him and, and yet he's still so engaged and motivated I mean he's, pro he's probably in as good a shape now as he was when he was playing yeah. I had the meeting with him at the Marriott just to sort of go through everything for that evening and uh, he went is there a Jimmy and obviously the, the, I didn't know where it was did you have to ask somebody okay and um, I, I, so I got him, I, I booked the hotel specifically because I knew he wanted a gym. He went off in a 45 minute session and I felt so guilty because I went straight to the bar and had two pints <laughs> whilst I waited for him and he came out and I was like, but that just shows you how, and he has that routine and I've, I love that. I think it's really good and I do, you know, I bang on about it, but I think um, elite level sport and business do go hand in hand. Um, in terms of having that discipline, the right people in the right position, etc. So uh, yeah, I, I love, I love learning from those elite sports the, the, people. The feedback was great, and he was he was so engaging, and like a few people said, to be honoured and privileged to spend that time with him. But sticking on rugby, because obviously again, um, our very own Steve Steve Thompson, his documentary came out, yeah, and that was what three weeks back, I think. Yeah, he's been overwhelmed with it. I think from an emotional perspective, yeah, you know, he's um, everybody got to see what it's like and what it's been like for him. You know, I, I still got choked up watching it, even though I'd seen the documentary a couple of times prior to it airing. Um, and since then, it's he's probably had more interaction response from people that are the non-rugby community. Yeah, and he's making a difference to people's lives. I mean, when I say an dated. I would say, not he hasn't had thousands and thousands of messages, but he's certainly had over a thousand in terms of people that have messaged him on social media, contacted me, contacted Amanda, contacted the office. Um, but he wants to respond to everybody. Like he, he, if somebody's taken the time to reach out to him, he wants to respond to them personally. And I, I try to manage those expectations for him because he, he can't, he can't do it all. Bless him, but. Yeah, he's um, he came to the food. You talk about another events, food and drink awards. He came with me. Yeah. Um, we Rachel Mallows and Sophie Smith um, hosted that at the Dern Gate a couple of weeks ago. Great event, um, highlighting the food and drink sector locally that employs over fifty five thousand people. Tommy came on uh, on on our table, and 
it was great because he got to meet some people from yesteryear, so to speak. Yeah. But then also meet meet with the good and the great of the food and drink sector, and he loves his food and drink. Um, he does. Yeah. He's a bit of a talented chef. For those that don't follow him on, uh, I say chef, uh, not chef cook, cook. Yeah. cook. But he, he's into his scones at the moment. He finds it really. So if he say like a year ago, if he got a little bit stressed out with stuff, he'd go and hit the peloton or yep. go and walk the dog. Now he's sort of go to his. He goes and bakes. I, and that's, I, I that's saw his... an argument last night on Twitter on an argument, an argument oh, okay. on um, cream jam oh, or yeah. jam and then cream, cream. Yeah. and. Th- that's age-old argument, that is. That, what is it then? I don't know. I, I don't do them. <laughs> you just eat them. I just eat them. I take it however they come. But um, but he's like he's 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 in a good he's in a good place, and um, the foundation's going to be launching in, in in the coming weeks, and um, you know he's he's got an exciting year ahead of him next year in terms of, you know he's in a, he's he's in a good place, he's making a difference already, but he wants to make a bigger difference, and. You know, we've just got to keep him healthy and happy. Um, so, yeah, a lot's happened since our last podcast, mate. Huge. And staying on rugby, because it just hit me again. I thought we were more football-focused, but it seems that we've been pulled into egg-chasing. Um, Medigold, Medigold Health with wasps. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, pff, tragedy when you look at... I mean, I, I don't know the rugby world well enough to know the ins and the outs of it. Um, although, when you hear about some of the salaries that the rugby players are on, like the the the, the really elite players, yeah. you do scratch your head and think, hold on, how can clubs justify that? And I don't know the ins and the outs in terms of how that's made up from image yeah. rights and international, etc. Yeah. But there's some big numbers flying around. Huge. Um, Alex Goldsmith, who's a CEO of Minigold Health, um put out a lovely uh, statement which obviously we then put out to our audience uh, which basically said look we've got some vacancies if any one of you 167 employees feels you can add value to our business you know the largest occupational health business in, in the country please get in touch um, and I thought that was really good yeah and a, another example of how you know people want to strive to help others in need makes a huge difference um, recapping on the last podcast do you do you want to offer anybody else out for a running race? Or is it fair to say that you have retired now? No. Why still, would I retire? S- still not. Well, Neil thinks he can do me in the car park. which Pardon? Neil thinks he can beat me in the car park, which isn't going to happen. Okay. <coughs> but I'm going to carefully word that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and I don't know, I'll arrange for pizzas on the loser for, for the rest of the staff. Um, Paddy Mulhall... Patrick Mulhall, uh-huh. who our good mate Paddy, who used to be the MD at Palite. Yeah, I think he fancied his a go. But Paddy, I don't know if you're watching this. We're not in cars. This is like <laughs> you can't you can't turn up in your Tesla, mate. This is like it's, a proper yeah. Not like Fred Flintstone, you've <clears> got to get out the car. Yeah. Um but nice, no, it's, it's all funny good. Northamptonshire Council or the Northamptonshire Sport do the business games. Because <clears throat> I saw Jordan Spittle from the cube, great guys, great business, win that. But then that James Grayson playing in it, and he's and Jordan, I think Jordan's brother, both of which are professional rugby players. Yeah. So I don't know. We we can uh, have a go on that. Are we putting ourselves in the same category? As well, if prof- I'm going to race James Grayson over thirty meters, he's twelve stone body to die for. He's got to have ten stone on his back in a in a rucksack. So we'll just I'll get a load of bricks. On, I'll jump on his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> just put. 
he's got a, have a handicap system. Yeah, okay. put put a rucksack what, on his weigh back. Him down and and, well, not weigh him down, just so he's we're on an even keel. So I'd say tie his shoelaces together because I think even if you weighed him down, he's gonna do your yeah. Co- yeah, he's a machine. Right, it's a bad example that, but yeah, could have picked somebody else. Yeah. Um, Christmas will be upon us soon. I know. It is in my house already. I've, Can you celebrate I'm, I'm, Halloween first and then? Yeah. Like, so we're going pumpkin picking on Saturday. Um, Such a great day. <clears throat> no, don't. Liverpool playing Forest at half twelve. And I've got no chance of being home for it. Um, and I've got a horrible feeling that the neighbours will have <coughs> their pumpkins out. Excuse me. As my wife puts our Christmas tree up. Yeah. What? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, I know. So it's it's a little bit early. I mean, Vic, I, I, I love you, and please do do what you makes you happy. But she ain't gonna listen to you, mate. No, she's not. She's just gonna put it. It's well, when now. I say put it up, we have multiple trees in our house. Yeah. So when when should we put it up in the office? Probably December the first. Well, we've got to go and rescue Santa, haven't we? See if he's found his trousers. Well, I believe. Why? Oh, I think he lost his trousers last year, didn't he? Oh, no, no, no. Where's Frosty? Did we find Frosty? No, no, we've got... Uh, in the lockup. Um, we have got Father Christmas coming to, for one of our client campaigns, which yeah. needs to remain confidential, but there could be an opportunity there. So we'll see. Could be. I also right. spoke to somebody about a snow machine the other day as well. Oh, okay. What, in here? In For the office? or Why not? I can do it that way. Okay. Um, should we do this again? Yeah, but not this year. Well, I think well, I think that's, oh, that's too us busy. Done. Too busy. We'll come back in the new year. No, Fraser, you are busy. Oh, busy, <laughs> busy bumblebee. Um, thanks, Ben. Should we go do some work? Thank you, Fraser. Um, two this year. I think I think we we'll do a couple more next year. Yeah, be rude not to. All right, mate. Um, and and obviously anybody that wants to be on the podcast should contact yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, carpool chat. We've got a couple of those coming up. Got those lined up. Um, yeah. One of which is going to be in a seven half tonner. Yeah. That will be um, pretty impressive. Do you reckon you could drive a seven and a half tonner? Not round Milton Keynes. I wouldn't want to do that. But yeah, I'd be right. You just do it up and down a straight road. Of course. Yeah. A45. A45. Just don't you come anywhere near me with that drone. <laughs> I forgot about that. Cool. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Fraser. <laughs>